0: party it's a underrated favorites party we're going down right now
1: because it's underrated favorites
0: movies you might have missed might have missed might have seen maybe did but didn't finish well guess what welcome everyone To underrated (laughs) favorites, my name is Rooster.
1: And I am Neek. And these are movies you might have missed. On this podcast, we take a look at movies that you might have missed. Not necessarily cult classics, but uh, movies that just didn't get their shine on, didn't get enough burn, we feel. um, Or, you know are just old because we do look at movies that are only... Time continues on. Yeah, there are movies that are only, like, 10 years or older, so, like, you know, they miss their moment. Um, So what we do is we look at those, revisit, reexamine, and we decide whether or not to give those films their flowers and appreciation or... Their well-deserved roasting. If you're unfamiliar with the film that we're discussing, we'll do a brief spoiler-free rundown, talk about it, rate it, and then we'll give that, like, a little flashing warning to musical play so you know when to cut it off if you want to see the movie before hearing us spill all the beans about it. So, Roost, you want to tell the people what movie we are talking about today?
0: That's right. Today we are drinking... Strawberry daiquiris, uh, Dink and I, as well as our illustrious producer, Chibi, because we're going in the
1: spirit in the of piña coladas because we could not find them. <laughs> right.
0: Because we, we're we watching Club Dread today. Uh, that is Club Dread from the lads at Broken Lizard, directed by Jay Chandrasekhar. Uh, The same studio uh, group that put on Super Troopers came out February of 2004. This film is a comedy slasher that sees a serial killer on the loose at Coconut Pizza's Pleasure Island for swingers. There's a lot of there's a lot of nudity, a lot of sex happening in this movie. (laughs) Uh And the staff members try to survive while not alerting the happy banging island goers and hilarity ensues. Uh, The movie had a budget of $8.6 million and sadly only made $7.6 million at the box office. It has a 5.6 on IMDb and a 29% on Rotten Tomatoes as of this taping. It is currently not streaming anywhere. You have to rent it, but it pops up uh, pretty frequently on HBO Max and Hulu and stuff. Uh, So, before we dive in, we are going to rank this film before we spoil it. So, Neek, why don't you let the people know how we rank films?
1: All right. So, we have a five-tier ranking system at the tippy, tippy, tippy top. Tippy top. Tippy top. We have the bona fide underrated favorite. Fire! This film is bomb, and we are gonna spend the whole forty-five to thirty-five minutes
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> giving it its flowers. Um, after movie, that, <laughs> this movie is elite, and why more people haven't seen it is a travesty to the universe. Mm-hmm. And after that, uh, after that, we have the good but slept on movie so this uh our ranking system has changed slightly after it was pointed out in our last (laughs) pod that it makes more sense the other way around so our new good but slept on meaning is that this film only didn't catch fire because there were better movies out at the time but it is definitely worth your attention
0: that's right solid second
1: tier (laughs) Mid-tier and appropriately named, we have historically mid. Um
0: the movie's a solid watch.
1: Meaning, you know, it's it's a solid, it's a solid watch, but there's definitely reasons why it's not in those top two tiers. Mm-hmm. Um After and that. then second to last, we have a good, bad movie. So the movie is bad. We know this. But we still love it for some reason. Mm-hmm. And the people who love it love to talk about it. So, yeah. And then at the very, very bottom, bottom. we have a certified flop.
0: movie's just bad.
1: Yep. And the movie is just, you know, all in out bad. And that's the reason why no one wants to watch it or talk about it. And mm. that's just it. So, Roos, now that we've gone over our ranking system, where do you put club dread
0: i listen i gotta go with my gut on this after re-watching it mm-hmm. this is definitely a good but slept on movie i said wow. it and i stand on it and i'm gonna talk about it i think this movie the highs the ha-has the uh satire of horror films is executed excellently uh, the way they make fun of uh, the high sex culture that exists in horror movies and the ridiculousness of that is elite. And I, just a lot of the banter between the Broken Lizard guys, I stand for. I'm saying is it's, it's definitely...
1: Yeah, someone smoked a lot of pot when they were younger. Straight up. Um, so <laughs> what about yourself, Nii? Nee? <laughs> I am Did definitely... Did you smoke a lot of pot? <laughs> I am going to solidly place this movie as a good, bad movie. Oh. This movie... Fucking sucks, dude. Okay. But I mean, it had its moments that were cute or whatever. You know, like I got some, huh? Uh huh. Oh, let me get off my phone. Oh, that was kind of funny. Oh, okay, I'm gonna get back on my phone. Um, yeah, this was a solid have on in the background. Doesn't matter if you've seen it before or not. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it just is what it is, and none of it really matters. Um, so with that, yeah, with that. This is the end of our spoiler-free section. <laughs> and Roos is gonna be defending this movie because he put it as second to top. That's right. So, um... Go watch the movie Go if you watch have it the already. movie. Um, it's currently only available to watch via renting, but it was only 3 dollars to rent it. So, uh, you know, that's less than $5. Go do it. Sure. And uh, come right back. And uh, chill with us. It's time to rewind and
0: pause. We're going to rewind and pause. Rewind and pause. pause. Talk about it. Pause. House. <laughs> All right. So uh, my ranking of this film, I'm going to defend it like this. Go ahead. This movie came out kind of right before that era of what would later follow, like, Anchorman. You know your super bads, uh, your forty year old virgins, and I think in a weird way, a lot of these those movies owe a lot, a huge debt to this film.
1: To the Broken Lizard Boys, right?
0: Because if anyone's seen Super Troopers and ride for that movie, like I ride for that movie, that movie is is elite. That's a really good comedy, and this was their second go around. Uh, their third film, Beer Fest, is actually one that a lot of people ride for too, which is a, a hilarious movie. But this was sort of a stretch this movie was a film that they really tried to express something different give a different look and and i know just kind of speaking to you Nick, on this like within the first 10 minutes of the film it's very different because you're like oh shit this is like a horror movie like things are happening and people are dying violently and it's very stupid intentionally so so
1: It was like, immediately, it was like, oh, why wouldn't she just go right there and get, oh, okay, plot device, got it, okay. Right. And So stupid in the fact that it was like stupid on purpose, but also stupid by director's choices. I feel like that's, and so it's just layers of stupid. Yeah.
0: Right, but I feel- It's a stupid cake. It's a stupid cake, but it's a tasty stupid cake. And I ride for this stupid cake. (laughs) Yes. So for context, this film came out in uh, 2004. I was 21 at the time. This was primo 21-year-old roost season. I was like, how many types of liquor can we mix together and drink? How Like, where's the weed at? Like... I was. I'm
1: sorry, Mom, if you're listening. I was unhit. Please do, still do love parents? your right, <laughs> <For> son-in-law. <laughs> but
0: this, so this was just that young period in life. I, I was, I was like moving around. I think I was in Kentucky at the time, or close to it. Uh, and and it was just this time where like you still went to the movies to just see anything that was on, and you went to Blockbuster to rent just about anything.
1: See, but this is that's so confusing to me. That I guess this was your my equivalent would be like sausage party, that's where I that's was. A great equivalent. It's, it's completely stupid. Yeah. And you know it's a stupid cake. Um, but I really enjoyed sausage party and all its
0: gross. See, stupidity. I think that's a perfect equivalent for like anyone who saw sausage party and rock with it. I didn't rock with yeah, sausage party. Yeah, but that's
1: that's why it's weird to me because yeah. like.
0: This was my sausage party, yeah, Um, sausage fest, sausage fest, right? I remember sausage party. Okay, Um, this was that. How? What was your? You weren't? You were what? In two thousand
1: four, I'm. I was either eleven or twelve. I never heard of this until we were making the list of movies for this pod. Um,
0: Have you? And you've never seen Super Troopers either, right?
1: Uh, I think I have seen it early on when we were dating, you put it on. And I would fall asleep and wake up and fall asleep mm-hmm. again. I think I've seen the ending of it. Sure. Yeah. When they're, like, getting back at the police, like, yeah. right? And because they're the state troopers and yeah. the police are their antagonists. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's the extent that I know that movie. Yeah. <laughs> so. And,
0: yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Oh. <laughs>
1: I saw this movie for the first time yesterday. Yesterday, when I almost forgot to watch it, and was like, "Oh shit, that's right! As hey, nine thirty, we need to watch that movie so we can pot about it." Because <laughs> I was also not very excited to watch this movie. No, and I totally understand like, that. Yeah, and I mean, like, I'll say, like, I do think it's a good bad movie. I can see that this is for some people. Some people. <laughs> Potheads who were definitely potheads, um, and definitely were in a state of flux when this came out. Like well, I won't put an question. age on that, but I think it was. It's a hard. My life is in a state of flux. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. That's that's this crowd.
0: Well, let me let me pose it like this slash mm-hmm. ask a question. Mm-hmm. We love Tim Robbins' show. Uh, I think you need to leave. I think you should leave. Yes, I think you should leave. Yes. And that's another show that's just off its nuts like out there. Yes, that show is insane and I love it. And and, and but I
1: feel like this is it's no, still no, no, better no, than this. No, no, I I
0: I I do agree with that. I guess what I'm saying is it's like Super Troopers, Broken Lizard in general, they actually were also like kind of the precursor to things like Family Guy. Like what would come later was better than them? And and, and I, Family Guy already out? Didn't Family Guy start in the nineties? No, I think it was like two thousands. Yeah.
1: Really? I thought, yeah. I thought it. Was, I thought it started late nineties. Nah.
0: So like all of like Family Guy, Anchorman specifically, forty year old, all the Apatow films, movies like This Is the End that people love, like all of them. I think oh, it a came huge out in nineteen ninety nine. Oh yeah, and <laughs> it, it hadn't been around. It was. not It didn't catch fire, fire until like the two thousands.
1: But okay, so I I hear. Your cultural relevance, but Okay, so I, let's let's yeah. talk about it like this. What uh-huh. was
0: bomb about this film? What what did you find bomb about what this film?
1: did I like Do you like the, I liked, the guys
0: from Broken Lizards?
1: Um they're cool. I think my first experience with them is Tacoma their PD, Tacoma FD. FD that is their new show. So it was weird. Like, I've seen their, like, latest project and then was like, oh, that's that guy. And I see that they, like, kind of switched up their tropes a little bit. I like that um, about them a lot. So I think that's cool that they don't let anyone get into a rut. Um, I think it's cool that since this movie they've added, um, I think, one black guy. So yay, diversity. Yeah. I yeah, um,
0: that's... That's it? You just like the guys? <laughs> I mean... Well, no, well the I li- film does I center on the guys.
1: The, it centered on them. I'll say this. I liked that I didn't guess the killer immediately I because I am thing. very good um it's called an adhd superpower <laughs> called spoiler vision apparently i've learned about that my friend showed me tiktoks um but i liked that i didn't immediately solve it that was cool because i normally do like um besides that i mean um,
0: you laughed
1: I laughed a couple times, in, you know, sex, yay, sex. There was there was someone fucking in a uh, see through pool next to the dance floor, and, and that was funny. And the pretzel, pretzel fucking the watermelon, watermelon. And, and then the watermelon pretzel? walked turned around and fucked the pretzel. Like, yeah. so, yay, this free movie was love,
0: very pro like sexual positivity at a at an age.
1: Uh, but they still had a pause moment.
0: They did have qu- plenty of pause. Moments, yeah. It was still the two early, early two thousands. Oh,
1: they couldn't just let them be gay. No, you're right. You're right. I see what you're saying. So, um, but I mean, like, yay. I mean, like for that, I guess. No,
0: (laughs) you don't want no more. Oh, I do. Oh, okay.
1: We're taking the trip down,
0: and this segues perfectly. This segues perfectly into what I thought was bomb about this film. The film centers on Coconut Pete, and. Kind you of. have to be of a certain age to remember a time when you had, like, Eddie Money. and uh, Eddie
1: Money is timeless. Don't compare him.
0: No, it's, it is a thing. And it's this time, like, post-80s into the 90s, where you had, like, the Christopher Cross, even. Like, these, not one-hit wonder, but just kind of, like, celebrity... Hippies. Yeah, and and I'm trying to. What was the song? It was
1: ponytails and
0: and parties or something. Ponytails Uh, and something something else. Tells. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, but cocktails.
0: Ponytails and cocktails.
1: Ponytails and and cocktails and never. It, neither is ever a bad idea they'll keep the party going that's right. that is a whole song that they sat in they didn't just reference they wrote it out and made us listen to it in Hell the movie yeah they did like, and it, but see that's what I mean I like like this was the a era reference. <laughs> no no
0: that's what I mean this is the era because also like Sammy Hagar is a great example for anyone who doesn't know because they're too young Van Halen broke up when Diamond David Lee Roth left and then they were uh, they had Sammy Hagar step Did a decent job. I don't know who any
1: of these people are, so if you don't, don't go back. But then Sammy Hagar,
0: when he left, he started making yacht rock, rock, which is a thing. Yacht rock is a thing. What is that? It's basically rock and roll music for like the billionaires who were in the sub who died. Like, basically, like, yo, you own a yacht, you can get, like, you know how Ja Rule gets like $50,000 to perform for some rich kid's birthday? So like that also exists for like the older people like the boomers and it's usually like Eddie Money and Sammy Hagar and uh Ted Nugent me home. It's yeah, nice. so that's who Coconut Pete is. Okay, like he is, he, and he's like, he, well,
1: he was banging 19
0: year olds, so. but like Eddie Money and Sammy Hagar. Sammy Hagar <laughs> lives in Mexico for a reason, I, allegedly. I'm not trying to like get a suit, but I love that it centers on this idea of like aging, sort of like boomer cult, like fanatic thing.
1: Well, I guess this is the like you have to do one of two things if you're that boomer free love person, you reverse on all of the things that exactly. you liked and you sell out or you become this beach bum sellout and dude. you kind of look it's, like a loser either way of, yeah you're a, you're a sellout either way and so i, I think, guess that is kind of sad and then there's
0: also this other element to the horror and the comedy of it mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. where it's like because we were talking about this like have you ever worked in a you said you never worked in a summer camp right
1: no but as we Wait, were watching no, I did. this except for i worked um i did the dishes and then i was an admin i didn't like
0: you weren't with with the counselor. I wasn't like
1: with little kids. Right. I was like, if I was when I worked in the little kid camp, I was just in the kitchen, served them lunch, and washed the dishes. And since, but I mostly worked with the older kids. And
0: since this movie, we've also seen the rise of like firefests or these other sort of like. Almost like camps or like festivals for adults.
1: Oh, yes. We, but we're the nostalgia age. That's right. right. Yeah. And, and,
0: and I think that's what this. And, and then it's this kind of funny comedy just hanging as an umbrella over everything. Like, bro, I literally have this shit job where I'm at a swingers camp party for this aging Yes, we did hipster. talk about that. It
1: was like, we would probably never have been there, but we may have worked there. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then it's like, damn. and then there's a slasher in the mix. So like all of it, like everything to me is a joke that just resonates the way that like, and like I'm hot take, I really don't like Anchorman that much. Like it took over a whole generation and it was like quoted to death. Never it just wasn't my shit. Like Club Dread was kind of my shit because it was like an actual joke of a movie that it was like, no, this is funny but and you're also work.
1: like a like primo hipster you're like true first generation hipster
0: where you Always. really
1: just like shit that no one else likes. this is very true or like way, to, oh, like way ahead of everyone else like way ahead like
0: ponytails and cocktails God uh, goddamn right <laughs> what doesn't work in this one for you the whole film no God. don't be that way
1: okay fine um what doesn't work is that because the actors were cool um, the actors were cool but I didn't want to fuck any of them is that necessary and, for you yeah. to like the film like for that's me that's why you, the, know, you watch I Avatar was,
0: Way of Water too. don't like, do that so many times? don't do
1: that no I haven't watched it so many times don't do that um, no but I, I will say there was no moment where I was invested in them like it's not just me not wanting to fuck them I didn't give a fuck about anyone in this movie and so like I had no one to root for because I didn't give up like kill them all shit I don't, <laughs> I don't know except for like the the killer wasn't even. Even cool enough for me to invest in him and like root for him. Like it really was like, I don't give a fuck what happens because this movie is like so stupid that like not even like they could all with the
0: white dreads?
1: No. Yeah. We'll talk about him when we get to our diversity (laughs) chat, okay? Yeah. Um but yeah, like no, I just I'll say, um, What did work? I mean, I'm really have. I feel like I'm gonna have to go through everything that didn't to find a smidged. No, no, what didn't work.
0: So you're saying just overall, you're like, this is a movie that like is not worthy of literally sitting down and watching.
1: It's a good bad movie. I said it's something to definitely not watch, but have on if you want. Something. If you have in the a party and it's in the background,
0: I think it's the gym.
1: I think, yeah, maybe a party in the background. That's cool. But I mean, I also have the office for that and I actually enjoy oh my that. God, so. that is a horrible party. Whatever. No, it a wasn't. I had, had a great ass party, party and guess what was in the background? No,
0: we weren't there for the office, okay? Oh, we, it, you was were the, there, it was an alcohol. Anyway.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm not the audience. The audience is. 10 years older than me. No, I don't even think so. <laughs> Actually,
0: what's funny is, is like, I, I genuinely think that younger generations, especially like 16 to 21, you're in college, you smoke weed. Okay, this is so a movie. you're saying
1: it's a time and place. It doesn't have a specific generation. Yeah. It goes back to what I said earlier well, with but the like, it's the time and place of when your life has no meaning and direction. This movie's for you. Right. You know?
0: <laughs> um. So what could help this film?
1: I feel like if they just had developed one character at least one character if they had developed enough to like give a shit about like it would have been so much better um, but then, I mean, it, then it wouldn't be a broken lizards production. And that just is, you know, it is what it is. It just like, that's not their vibe. They don't want you to care about any one of them. They're one of those, like, well, either no. we all gang bang or none of us <laughs> fucked. That's them. So.
0: <laughs> but no, I think actually, you know, what's interesting. I think you're raising a very valid point because in a interesting way, I think that's what got them out of here because that's what Judd Apatow did. It was like, you're mm-hmm. going to care about the 40-year-old virgin. You're going to care about Seth Rogen and Knocked Up. You're going to care about Will Ferrell and, and let Anchorman. the
1: rest of them be background yes. characters.
0: Yes, and, and I, I couldn't totally see that. I think with Broken Lizard and this time, it was just that sort of era of just – randomness and but comedy. I think no, I think
1: it's also the heavy bro culture that was of that time. Big time bro because culture. this was also the time where that one dude was like like he was a regular nobody and he was forcing girls to put things in their buttholes on the internet. You know what I'm talking about, the most hated man on the internet. We watched the documentaries together. Don't make that face.
0: I don't you know remember what, it, but I just I'm I'm like Ooh.
1: no, it's like this time was like a heavy like bro culture time. It was like the toxic masculinity oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. was on. Like it's like girls
0: gone wild. Hi, yeah, uh, like two girls one cup. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like this was just that era where like bros before hoes was shit people were getting tattooed on them. Well, there's like, a scene
0: where Coconut Pete, and this kind of also segues into Problematicville, um, <laughs> which we can dive into, but like, yeah, Hank, the security guard, comes Uh up to Coconut Pete and is like, Oh, hey, that chick over there, she secured her for you. Yeah, secured her for you. She saw you in Tucson, row 14, in 2000 and whatever. And he's like, Cool. And then Coconut Pete obviously walks over there and is like, Hey, do I remember you? I just remember you. Um, Tucson, Tucson? row 15? (gasps) Yeah. Row
1: 14. But you remember,
0: right? And yeah. she was clearly like twenty-one tops, yeah, she, she while she Coconut Peach, like, like <laughs> is like fifty-five. And and I think, and and to your point, I think there is heavy, heavy bro code energy in this.
1: But I think they, I mean, like to their credit, they also laugh at it with like turning the bro code on its head and like talking it's about how gay it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. like. So it's, it's like, I mean, they like laugh mm-hmm. at it, too, yeah. with the like, yeah, y'all do this and y'all been on our side. But guess what? This is kind of gay, guys.
0: Mm-hmm. It's kind of gay. No bit. Other problematic things with this film, lot of sexual exploitation of women. But again, I think
1: I think it also made them in control of it, like with the gymnasts. Like she was, she May, her was very though. sex positive. She, she was. was making the choice, but also in the spirit of equality, it's not Shout exactly. Shout out to Pina, that,
0: Pina
1: See, Lope. that's,
0: that's a fucking weed joke that cracks me up forever. That's a when weed Juan, joke? When Juan, yeah, when Juan, who is Costa Rican and he's like the, because he works on the the site and he's forced to dance with this, you know, uh, whatever. Camper.
1: Random camper. Random, random camper attendee. who's by,
0: random attendee who's not with anyone, and he sees her name tag on her breast, and he, he grabs, grabs her it. breast, and it's it's Penelope, but he's like, oh, Penelope, that's a beautiful name. Hi, me at 21 died laughing, like, Pena. and then he, then he called, and then everyone starts calling her Penelope, Penelope for, for the rest of the, the fucking movie, movie. Yes. like, that's not weird, and she never corrects anyone. But, I mean, and yes, that's a very good point. Penelope, very sex positive
1: yeah she got hers that's she right and she made sure she was gonna get hers she was almost like the booty guy i see you I, I like you and i want you she was
0: <laughs> um I, and then i think on terms of like the violence and this also kind of goes into the diversity scale not very diverse you had you so which was had another one pothead Asian. joke, which was great. Every time they're like, "Oh my God, you's dead!" It's like, "What? I'm right here." It's like, "No, no, you,
1: you and so are yeah. dead, you and you." And he's like, "Are you threatening me?" Yeah, it's
0: like, "No, you." It's like, "No, yeah." Um, and then Putman, you know, who's also Jay, the director, Jay.
1: Yeah. Um, so he was like, what, an Indian American? Yeah. Um, but in a terrible. Red lock wig.
0: Yes. You look like an octopus. Because everyone wants British
1: accent. Yeah. It was all so over the good. place. It did not serve anything. <laughs> it served the um, comedy,
0: damn it. <laughs> did it, though.
1: Did and then, it. And then they're did like, it. And
0: then they're like, what about the octopus? So, spoiler alert, there's a scene because as people are dying, there's cryptic messages being posted on a uh, chalkboard that are lyrics from Coconut Pete songs.
1: But he was too high on acid when he to wrote remember the, shit. Like, the meaning behind it. So they sit there and argue, but a line is that the octopus, Octopus is the killer.
0: And so they look at at, uh, Putman because of his dreads. Because he has
1: dreads. And one guy is like, you can't tell me his head doesn't look like an octopus. And everyone just kind of ignore him. So he's like,
0: am I the only one (laughs) who sees this? And it's hilarious. And then also, but then also, like I think, and one I don't know if people. Do, well, let me into. here's a here's a question, and maybe if any of any of our listeners have any like Gen Z family or people, because I don't think any of our listeners are Gen Z. They don't give a Shout fuck. Shout
1: out if you are. If
0: you're Gen Z and you listen to this podio, respect. But like, and answer and this you're question, probably a please. Cool one
1: and you got mad hoes, probably.
0: Uh, you would be at Coconut Beats Pleasure Island for show. But here's my question. <laughs> Because I don't know if this is a thing anymore, but I know this was a thing, like, growing up, where, like, like I grew up in an age where, like, Black Sabbath or uh, the Beatles even, like, there was this, like, fury slash, like, I don't want to say outrage, but sort of, like, parental paranoia that it was like, oh, there's secret messages in the lyrics. And, like, if you play it backwards, you can hear, like.
1: That wasn't even, that was, I remember the, D- I remember the DVD set for, it was like the devil in hip-hop. Yeah. And it was literally like, if you play this part of the song backward, yeah. it has a chant. Like, that was that. Like, the satanic panic lasted a long time. Yeah,
0: but then also, then you also had, like, stoners who would, and I've been in those college dorms, and shout out to y'all if you like, there. And it's that and whole, like, cabin in Pink. the
1: woods one moment yeah. where you're like, oh, guys, this shit is adding up. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and you would listen to Pink Floyd's The Wall, like for two hours, stoned <laughs> out of your balls, and be like, "What do they mean by this?" And so the fact that they're doing that with coconut Pete's oh fucking gosh. bullshit as acid trip of a fucking song, and he's literally
1: like, "I, and he's don't, like, I don't fucking and, and, and the, remember and the, uh, making the song."
0: The author he- is there telling you, "Like I just made this shit up when I was on drugs. I don't know what the is hilarious." And like, I think again, so it's like there, it, it, it's like I don't want to speak like Club Dread is like that fucking deep it's really not mm-hmm. but i do in a weird you are way are
1: sucking a stick no, no, no a lot because right because if
0: we switch to sort of like remaking it now cabin in the woods great example i think cabin in the woods in many ways is what club dread maybe tried to be but mm. did it way way better obviously where it is a comedy and where it is making fun of the things that sort of are like the tropes of a film mm-hmm. but like club dread really made fun of like I too feel many like, different things. But no,
1: I feel like Club Dread was just like too like on its it nose. It wasn't meta enough, yeah. It, or like, yeah, like it was just it wasn't I think it was too on the nose and it wasn't like enjoying itself enough. Like, cause Cavern in the Woods took breaks from the lesson to let you actually enjoy the fucking movie. Like
0: yeah. one of so- the but one thing that I would say about Club Dread, and to your point that you raised earlier, that I think is also underrated. You don't know who the killer is the whole movie. Yeah. And some of it is hilarious. Like, I love and crack up so much at the beginning when you are introduced to every single character and they're all getting slighted in the dumbest, like, most easily slightest ways. And they all have that slow-mo with the, like, dun-dun-dun. And they just look at whatever. It's like, yeah, they might be the killer. They might. And they just make everyone... Might be the killer, and then it turns out to be Dave the Fun Police. But yo, I
1: feel like it should have been Putnam because Shorty was really fucking everyone. I
0: think it should have been Putnam too.
1: Like, yeah. and I'm not saying that he deserves shout out to the feminists. I'm not saying that he just deserved pussy. Uh, but, that's a great point. Like, and that's one but thing. But that was for also show, a good point show.
0: too about that movie. It was like Jenny, the aerobics instructor, mm-hmm. so sex positive. She banged everybody on the island. She was going to bang Lars, the new guy. Yep. and just wasn't fucking with Putnam because guess what, Putnam? You are an herb and no one was trying. And that was hilarious. And that was very necessary for this film. So, very yeah.
1: necessary for this film.
0: So, let's <laughs> quote and react to a couple things here from this film. Uh, so uh, I got the quotes. Damn it.
1: He got the quotes. Uh, he got the quotes.
0: This is one of my favorite quotes from the film. This comes na-na, from na-na. Lars. Back off, fun pig. You want to fun fucking arrest me? You better <laughs> get a fun fucking warrant. Otherwise, I stay out of my fucking fun fucking face.
1: Yes, because one character was pretending to be a cop but Literally he's, the he's,
0: fun police. He was
1: the fun police. Shooting was his tequila position. in people's faces. But he's shout hard. out if you've ever shot tequila or vodka into someone's mouth, ew. or had
0: tequila shot in your, or mouth. had
1: tequila. Actually, more shout out to you if you've yeah. had tequila shot in your face shout because out. that Go is a it. risky living moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: COVID like that post.
1: <laughs> um But. Um, um, yeah, they have that moment where he's like trying to act like a real cop, and like the the people are not having it. Yeah, so that's awesome. The fun police. That was that's a good quote, baby. Good quote.
0: Putman after he got uh, after he was snooping around and then got handcuffed to the bed, mm. and the killer starts coming. They're like, "Oh shit, we got the wrong guy." And he says, "You've manacled me to my deathbed, you Piccadilly whore." Yes,
1: I love the Piccadilly whore. I don't know. Actually, in these quotes, sound. you're picking really good quotes because it's sounding like I enjoyed the movie way more than I did. So, like, shout out to you for picking these really good. You pick, like, the five moments that I really enjoyed to point out. <laughs>
0: uh, let me see. Let me see.
1: And shout out to our director. Yeah. With the sound effects. <laughs>
0: uh, Pen- uh, this is between Juan Castillo and Penelope, a.k.a. Penelope. I go to Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts, is that like Anil Johnson? Because I've done that a few times. Or was it the dirty Sanchez? Yes, it was that.
1: And she was like, what's a dirty Sanchez? And he's like, "Mm, it's not for you.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Uh, Lars, I guess now they'll kick me out of the pacifist club, Jenny, or just ask you nicely to leave. Again, just, you know, banter. And then, oh my God. This is the quote of quotes that I fucking love. Mm-hmm. At the very beginning, the opening scene with Rolo and the two women mm-hmm. when they're they're looking for places. This is what this is why this movie is brilliant because the opening scene has Rolo, one of the counselors, trying to have sex with two other women. They're literally they want to do drugs. They want to drink uh, daiquiris. Shout out to our daiquiris.
1: Dacqueries with ecstasy dropped at, into it.
0: With ecstasy in them, these do not have that. These do
1: not have. This does not have ecstasy. It's not that kind of party, guys. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and then the the thing that they do so brilliantly at the beginning of the movie is first they're in the jungle, it's dangerous. Then they stumble on the graveyard, which is dangerous, and they kick over a tombstone, just upsetting oh, yeah. everything. Rolo
1: the- is like asking to be murdered. Then and- they go
0: into the crypt. And then Because I don't want to do it
1: outside. Mm, <laughs> Let me the, go into the creepy mausoleum.
0: And then uh, that's when uh, he's like, why don't you go on ahead and uh, lick my chest? And then, he, and then he says, hey, what about my nipples? That was a great quote.
1: No, no, no. That was earlier. That was, it, it was, he was all was like, part of it. It was yeah, all part of it. that was earlier when it was just one chick before the second chick shut up. And he's like, I'm going I'm to light this up. Why don't you lick my chest? <laughs> and then the girl gets distracted by something. He was like, hey, what about?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I literally have two last quotes because fuck this movie's good and I don't care. I don't know
1: uh, if it's good. Quotable does not equal good, okay? Sam, it's like a rap song. This is and this is
0: a this is a this is a good quote. And I think this is also kind of a universal quote that most people can can attest to. Mm-hmm. It's not a party until someone breaks the jacuzzi. You, and like it doesn't have to be the jacuzzi, but you know, it's not a party until there's that one thing that happens. And you're like, mm-hmm. fuck, that's yeah, we're we're there. Uh, and then last quote, Putnam, when he uh, he spills the beans and he thinks that he knows everything. Uh, he solved he cracked the co- the case as it was. And he Crank says, case. "David, you hated uh, coconut Pete for killing your parents. You see what none of us did know, what none of us could know, was that David's parents were trampled to death at a coconut Pete concert." <laughs> and then Jenny says, "What the hell is, is wrong really with you, Putman? I everyone, everyone knows David's parents got killed at Pete's show." And he's like, "Yeah, way to bring up a sore subject. <laughs> it was awesome. I stand this movie. I don't give a shit. Like, listen, put it on, and we're we're good." But beyond that, oh wait, before you, before the music, it's not on there, what do you put on a pedestal for this film?
1: Um, What do I put on a pedestal? If anything. Actually, you know what? I have to go back and say something that doesn't do something for me. Um, there was no cunnilingus in this movie at all. That's a fair point. There was fellatio a couple times, no cunnilingus, Doom on you. Yeah. Like that but um something that it does um <laughs> you know what I have to go back with that last <laughs> with the first scene. <laughs> mm-hmm. With the last thing we were talking about. Um, when Rolo is like <laughs> Could you slap me? And like the girl who's making out with him sees the killer behind him Mm. and is like, oh. And he's like, come on, it's not like I'm asking you to slap me super hard. And he's like, well, I mean, you could slap me super hard. And she's just like, oh, no, no. And he's like, and he just keeps going with the like, it's not like I'm asking you to spit on me or something. And then he gets stabbed. I think that moment that mo- and plus all the while there is another chick sucking his dick mm. so like
0: and this then like awesome. they
1: get splattered, Give they like fuck. they both get splattered, but the chick like sucking his dick gets more blood,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: like yeah, just that moment like so the would first murder. What you put murder, on a pedestal?
0: Just the the first murders is on, on the I pedestal? think the first
1: murder scene. Is, and then it is just went downhill after that. Like, ugh, I think from the moment when the bitch was right next to the volleyball court, but did not get help. Like I was just like, oh, they're all dumb. I don't care about none of them.
0: Hmm if i have to put anything on a pedestal for this movie it's a tie between lars and juan castillo those are Mm. like in terms of movie characters they are hilarious the the fact that Lars, because lars is also sort of ahead of its time in that now we live in the era of like the hippy dippy like yoga chick who's got way too many crystals (laughs) and then he and like so for the listeners who haven't seen this movie lars is the masseuse on the island And, but he not knows only, all the magic. But he also touches. knows the pressure points and like, yeah, the the, the, <laughs> the symmetry the of the body. Point,
1: the piss point. Yeah, the you can piss yourself. The orgasm The sleep point, point, and then the, the sleep. heaven
0: touch, yes. which is just an instant orgasm. Uh, <laughs> and so that shit is hilarious to <laughs> me. And then I love Juan Castillo who is just he's banging everybody throughout the whole movie. Everyone
1: wants to fuck Lars Everyone and Lars is, to, is no, totally Juan okay Castillo. with Oh uh, Juan Castillo. Yeah. And and he's so okay he's with so it. He's so poly
0: before Polly was even a thing. Yeah. yeah. So that's on the that's on my pedestal. And with that, I think that's a good pedestal to end that on. Yeah. Yeah. So we're happy uh people again you can find the film you can rent it it pops up pretty regularly on Hulu or HBO Max Uh, so by all means watch it whenever you want to smoke a doobie whenever you got people over put it on in the background they'll be like hey what's that you say Club Dread underrated favorite send me here
1: but your next game night sponsored by us but not really just put the movie on but but we got a
0: big announcement for next week
1: yeah cue the sound (laughs)
0: Coming soon on video and DVD.
1: So we have a special July.
0: present
1: for you guys and us. Next month, we have July being our first actor's dedicated month. It is Nick Cage July. Pew, pew, pew.
0: Come oh, sound effects. Pew, pew, that's tune in for Nick Cage month. We appreciate y'all for yes. doing that. And be We're sure to follow us on IG. Where can they find us, Nick?
1: We are at Underrated Favorites Pod
0: on, on Instagram.
1: IG. Uh so we are dropping a um drop a comment drop a dm keep a lookout for our hints because we are not gonna be we're just gonna be like oh it's another Kenneth cage movie the hints will be on the instagram um or you can just be surprised whenever the pod drops either way uh we love you guys and we're so excited Um, to be going into July. Mm -hmm.
0: This is Gemini's production.
1: That's right. This is our our thirteenth episode. Chibi Chibi has been rocking with us for a minute
0: now. We're we're gonna keep uh, drinking some daiquiris and uh, enjoy the rest of our Monday. Happy summer, Neek.
1: Happy summer, Roost. Happy summer, Chibi, and happy summer, all of you.
0: Underrated favorites. What did you mind the
1: most?
0: Underrated favorites. Peace out.